Welcome, Christians, Christians of the Millennia. Excuse me. Who are you? Rubius Hagrid, keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. Of course, you know all about Hogwarts. Sorry, no. No? Blimey, Harry, didn't you ever wonder where your mum and dad learned it all? Learned what? You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, pray. Yeah. Um, dear God, I thank you for this day. I uh, thank you for bringing us together, and uh, I pray as we approach the microphone and we start to share our message and your message with the people um, that all of our selfish desires and intentions and worries and stresses uh, will fall by the wayside, and you'll allow us to just come on here and be a transparent smooth vessel for you um, easy to process easy to understand and most importantly easy to relate to um, so that this hook can catch as many fishes as possible mm. um, and I just I thank you for your faith in us uh, to allow us to choose you and allow us to choose our path and allow us to choose how we want to do this because it allowed us to find true intention and desire to get this message out and uh, without your faith and your patience in us, this would not have been possible. So I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your forgiveness. 
And uh, I thank you for your love. And most importantly, I thank you for putting your message in a book uh, for us generations later to be able to learn about your ways and your principles and your mindset uh, and the things that we're going to need along this path. And I pray that we can best reflect those to the people listening. And uh, in your name I pray. Amen. 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 Welcome back, guys, to episode 22 of Christians of the Millennia. Today's episode is going to be entitled, You're a Wizard, Harry. Last week, we talked about our methods and our purpose. This week, we're going to be discussing one of the many weapons and tools that God has given us as a roadmap to our purpose, and that is His Word, the Bible. Um, Recently, I was watching Harry Potter, and even though I've seen it countless times and have read each of the books multiple times, uh, this time God was showing me something new. Um, and I was admiring Hermione and her consistent ability to get Harry, Ron, and herself out of the craziest of situations and circumstances. So, you know, more often than not, they're weighing over their heads, doing things that even the adult wizards would not do. So I asked myself why. Um, and, you know, from the root of who Hermione is in the movie, She's considered a mudblood, which means one of her parents is a, is a wizard, does magic, and one of her parents is a non-magic or a muggle. Um, and how, like, she was already disqualified by all the wizards that knew her and the adults and the teachers and all these people. She was disqualified through them, through their opinions, because she was a mudblood. She was unworthy. She wasn't pure. She wasn't clean, so on and so forth. And this reminded me a lot about the disciples um, and how all of them were disqualified because of their mistakes and their backgrounds. And more yet, they were still called by the perfect man to help him carry out his purpose of dying for all of our sins. Um, so she was disqualified, yet she was qualified enough to come alongside Harry and actually know more than him and pull him into his purpose, which was ultimately defeating Voldemort. Um, and if it wasn't for her getting them out of all those situations, he would not have been able to carry out his actual purpose. Um, so through this realization, God basically laid it on my heart that this is the reason, if not a reason, why we need to be in his word so diligently. Because it gives us the quote-unquote spells, if you will, to overcome anything in our path. Uh, we have clear-cut instruction and examples on how to deal with anything in life. From relationships to purpose, money and financing, gaining wisdom and most importantly, defeating the enemy. So for today's episode, we'll be discussing the word and the spells or verses that we have used and still use to help us move forward or continuing to grow in our purpose. And season two was coming to an end. We decided that one thing that we wanted and needed to improve upon with the podcast is adding more scripture and being more biblically centered. And I've asked a few leaders about it and help and guidance and stuff. Um, but after a week or two of us discussing these things, some leaders from the church actually ended up starting a Bible study slash discipleship class, which goes down every other Monday at our home church of FCC. And they did this so that they can equip the body of Christ, which is us, the believers, the physical beings that go outside the walls, to equip us and demonstrate how to study the word, learn from it, and carry it out. So obviously this is exactly what we needed um, and what we know that many other believers and people listening need because getting into your word and getting into it consistently can be a very difficult thing to do. Before we get into references and verses that us three have specifically used in our life, uh, past, present, and definitely future, uh, we want to get into what the Bible itself actually says about reading the Bible. There's plenty of verses that talk about 
how to use the word, when to use the word, how to study it, how much to study it, what to take from it, how to learn from it, so on and so forth. So we're going to get into what the actual word itself says first about reading the Bible, and then we'll get into our personal verses that we have used. So without further ado, welcome to episode 22. Johnny, go ahead. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 through 17 speaks to me. The most it says, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I believe that every single scripture in the Bible, every single word that is written, can be used day-to-day basis. It's practical for everybody. For the millionaire, for the person that barely has $10 in their account, for the athlete, for anybody. You know, I think every single verse, every single word that God has written, it's useful. And we can use it and we can be blessed by it as power. It's living. It's a living, breathing sword. And just to add on to that, there is approximately 783,137 words in the Bible, which means there's approximately 783,000 words that are applicable to every single situation in your life so yeah the reference i'm using is psalms 1 1 through 3 it says blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked nor stands in the way of sinners nor sits in the seat of scoffers but his delight is in the law of the lord this is where it's talking about um, why it's important to read your word um, and what will happen when you consistently do it and on his law he meditates day and night he is like a tree planted by a stream of water that yields its fruit in its season and its leaf does not wither in all he does he prospers so there's three things in that last verse you will be planted by resource you will bear fruit in your own season so in your own timing at the right time at the right time it'll be your fruit that will come out and your leaves will not wither that's those four things four things so the things that you have now won't die or they won't wither and they won't decay and the fourth thing is you will prosper in everything you do anything that you set out to go do anything that you go uh, try to accomplish you will prosper and that's if you meditate on his word day and night. Not just day, not just every morning, or not just every evening when you think of it or feel like it. It's every day and every night. So if you're talking seven days a week, you're talking about 14 times mm. that you're meditating on his word uh, throughout that week. Mm. 14 times. Count them. Count them. <laughs> Just to highlight the whole meditating and day and night, to follow that up, there's another verse from Joshua 1, verse 8, which says, Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. So meditating on this word day and night, keeping it on your lips, being careful to do everything written in it, and then following that will be prosperity and success, which I know everybody listening to this podcast is looking for. So it doesn't matter what that 
success looks like, what field you're in, what you're studying, or what you're trying to accomplish. If you meditate on this, if you keep it on your lips, if you're careful to do everything written in it, you will find that prosperity and success. But I just threw that verse in there to compliment Jamal's scripture that he provided. The verse that I wanted to bring uh, from the Bible that talks about why we should read scripture is actually from Proverbs. And if you guys don't know about Proverbs, it is written by the wisest king to basically walk this planet, um, King Solomon. And the reason why he's so wise is he actually, God appeared to him in a dream and asked him, ask me for anything that you want and I'll give it to you. And in his dream, Solomon didn't ask for riches, he didn't ask for health and a long life. And, you know, um, it says he didn't ask for his enemies to be destroyed uh, or any of these things. Instead, what he asked for was a wise and discerning heart so that he can make wise decisions, good decisions, uh, for the good of man and to administer justice, basically. And so, because he didn't ask for any of those selfish things, uh, God basically was so pleased that he not only gave him a wise and discerning heart, but he said there will be none ever to come that are like you, as wise as you, and because you didn't ask for the selfish things, I'm going to actually give you those things anyways. Uh, he gave him wealth, he gave him a long life, uh, and all of these things. So, the book of Proverbs was written by King Solomon, and uh, one of the verses is Proverbs 4, verse 20 through 22, where he says, My son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. So you can literally acquire life and rejuvenating health to your entire body soul mind body the entire package your temple um, that you're called to take care of um, you can receive these things if uh, you pay attention to what he says you turn your ears to his words so that you're constantly listening for his words you don't let them out of your sight so your vision is directly gazed upon uh, wisdom and his words and because of those things you will acquire life and health to your entire body this is healing this is just uh, the feeling of youth um, you know you you have a millions and billions of neurons in your body and they all react to everything that you do and every feeling that you have and when you have joy and peace and things that come from wisdom um, you receive better health, you receive better feelings, your neurons are reacting to positive things constantly because regardless of your circumstance, you can look at it the right way with wisdom and discernment if you're paying attention to these words. Uh, somewhere else in Proverbs talks about how wisdom is actually more profitable than gold and silver. So, you know, wisdom is so valuable. Not only can it be used and leveraged to acquire money, but it actually gives you life and health, um, which I think all of us want. So yeah, that's one of my verses. So now that we've gotten into some verses from the Bible about why we should even be reading the Bible in general, what are some verses that you guys use to maneuver through your day-to-day -day life? 
or withstand circumstance or take advantage of opportunities? When I was thinking about this and I was like, what are some verses that like I was able to use, like, Mm -hmm. like you said, to cast that spell and everything was just great. And I won and everything was great. I was like, man, like, to be honest with you, there are verses that I'm using Mm -hmm. still to today that I'm still, you know, still sticking with, sticking with and standing with. and, And that's what has got me to today. But, um, I love how you started to get into just like showing our mistakes and our, our flaws and, and how we're still growing through that. Like not even just personally in our own lives, but with the podcast and, and people tuning in uh, more and more every week. Right. Um, and that's not because of our successes. Right. That is for sure. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'm just excited to talk about uh, my two verses that I have that, have really nothing to do with my successes, but have everything to do with helping me get through my failures. Yeah. A verse that I held on to not drown in my failures. It, it, it really kept me afloat, I, I would say. Um, I, I think on the whole Harry Potter topic, if there was a, a, a spell, if you will, mm-hmm. that I would say that we would need to use, it would, it would be trust. Um, trust is probably the ultimate um, triumph um, defense plus attack weapon that you can use it's 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 dual in its uh, capability to allow you to walk through life and whether you're having you know, dementors coming at you or mm-hmm. you're having um, people trying to suck the life out of you, basically the light out of you, the light out of you, man, that's mm-hmm. real. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Um, just trust, trusting in the fact that um, God has you right where he wants you. I think a lot of the times we come up against situations and we're like, what the heck's going on? I must've did something wrong. It was because I sinned or it's because, you know, something happened in my life where, um, I messed up or, or, or God didn't see this coming and now like what's going on like now trust that God has you right where he wants to have you hmm. and um, when you know that it just brings so much more peace to the situation it just brings so much more um, uh, yeah it's it's dark right now but I know tomorrow morning the sun's gonna come up it, hmm. it's not the end of the world type of thing yeah um, it just it just builds up your grit and um, one of the verses that that I used to kind of just stay in that mind state was uh, Exodus 14, uh, verse 13 through 14. And Moses said to the people, okay, well, maybe I should intro this. So Moses is leading the people out of Egypt right now. um, And Pharaoh is running behind them with his best military um, army that money could buy and he is chasing down a bunch of old people and farmers and children so you can imagine how terrified they are right now and they get to the red sea and they don't know what to do because they have this wall in front of them and an army chasing behind them so whether that's your dementors that are chasing you whether that's 
a bad situation, you're trapped between a rock and a hard place. And the verse picks up and says, And Moses said to the people, Fear not, stand firm, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will work for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you, and you have only to be silent. The, the fear not and stand firm is the probably one of the biggest things outside of, or the biggest verses outside of Proverbs 3, 5 through 8 for me um, that causes me to trust on a different level. When you feel like you're stuck because there's a wall in front of you and something that is coming behind you to attack you is charging at you and then God tells you to stand firm, that requires a whole different level of trust. But mm -hmm. that's what makes me think that when you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, the trump card that you're going to pull out is trust. And that is what's going to get you through your situation. And obviously, do if you keep reading, it, it uh, God tells Moses to stretch out his arm. And not only do they get to walk right through that wall um, with, with very um, minimal effort, because God did it all. When they walked through it, the thing that was coming to kill them died in the thing that they easily walked through. Um, the walls of the water closed up and killed the Egyptian army. Um, and so when you pull out that trump card of trust, you're declaring over your life and over your situation um, who God is to you. And when you do that, anything that is not of God is going to be completely removed from your your path, your um, your efforts and what you're trying to do. Um, yeah, trust is, is the ultimate trump card for me. Mm -hmm. Um, similar to you, Jamal, I mean, with the trust, I think mine relates to that real closely. So my verse that I really love, and I like it, like you said, I don't know if I like I'm always just going to it consistently, you know, to make that my sword, but it's something that's always like in the back of my mind, you know, with everything I've gone through with the adversities and just even seeing other people's lives, you know, it makes me think about mine and makes me think about this verse, uh, Romans eight twenty eight. And we know that in all things, God works for those, I mean, for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to purpose. I believe myself, um, every child of God is, you know, is called and they have a purpose. And I think with that purpose, God is going to provide a provision. You know, with every single vision that we have, there's a provision to follow it. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to, to understand that and realize that, you know, because when we're on the path and we really want to do something, and we see those dreams being accomplished, but we're in the moment, it's like, gosh, how am I gonna make that happen? You know, it's like my life is in destruction right now. I'm going through it. I feel like I'm going through hell, but, and it's hard to see that it's, it's for a purpose. You know, I, I think I used to see myself getting stuck in the midst of everything I was going through and just thinking like, God, where are you? You know, um, when in actuality, he's in the storm, right? You know, the disciples were in the boat. They thought they were done, but God was in a storm with them. If God was in the storm, no, if God was in a storm with the disciples, 
he's going to be in a storm with us. Mm. You know, God's never changing. He's the same God, you know, who he was back then and who he is now. That's good. Um, so, you know, the first step is knowing that you have a purpose. Uh, I think a lot of us can fall into the trap of saying just, I'm not happy, you know, I don't know what to do with my life. I don't have a calling or anything like that, but we do. You need to understand that you're a child of God, and with every single child of God, there's a purpose. God has predestined us to be great. Moving forward in that verse is for those God foreknew, he also predestined. Um, so, like, I think that's trust and confidence. You know, I, the trust and confidence is huge because we could have all the verses um, for these spells. You know, God gives us all the tools, but if we're not putting the work, we're going to be defeated. Yeah. When that's not what we're called to do, we're called to be victors. You know, we actually have the victory in Christ, but with that victory, it takes work to actually go get it. You know, I think <clears throat> just because we're predestined for greatness doesn't mean we're going to reach it. Mm. We have the tools. God has provided everything, but if we're not using them, you know, we can't get to that greatness. So with every single spell, with every single dementor, with every single evil there is, we have a weapon to defeat it. But if we're not going to use them, it's not God's fault, it's ours. Mm. So Romans 8, 28 is for sure, I guess you can say, my weapon. To add on to what you were talking about with like purpose, it was hitting me today that it's so possible for people to have multiple purposes. Um, and there's people out there that they haven't found the first one yet, so they question and doubt if they even have one at all, not knowing that they might have two or three or four um, I think a lot of us are so worried with finding the purpose that is going to be lifelong mm -hmm. and is going to be like, this is what I'm going to do from 25 until I die. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to find that now. And that is probably so far from where you need to be. And, and finding, you know, your first purpose might not be finding your biggest and your lifelong one. Um, but, you know, don't doubt because you don't find this grand destined calling yet that you don't have a purpose or multiple um i think that goes back to what we were talking about and just step just walk um and he will show you and if it's not in that situation that situation is going to lead you to the one that will help you find it you know for me personally i'm uh let me just actually just read this verse so it's romans 12 1 and 2 um which i'm sure plenty of you have heard before um but let me address it again. So therefore I urge you brothers and sisters in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing that's still going on constant process by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so for me and for all the people out there that are trying to find their purpose, find their calling, find what natural abilities they're going to use in this life, um, you cannot find God's will for your life until after you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind. There is very clear intention in the order in which God had 
these people write these messages. They said certain things before and certain things after, and that's because there is a direct correlation in the order in which you have to do these things. It's, I'll read it again. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So if you have not been transformed by the renewing of your mind, and the renewing of your mind being the way you see God, the way you see your relationship with him, the way you see life, the way you see your circumstance, um, the way that you approach those things, this is all the renewing of your mind, going from the way that you used to attack and defend things to the way that you attack and defend them now. Um, and the mindset and the principles in which you use as your foundation to execute those things. So until your mind has been renewed, you will never find your purpose and God's will for your life. Never. You won't. You literally won't. It says it right here. I don't even need context. I literally don't even need context. It specifically says, then you will be able to test and approve what his will is. So there's a lot of you that are trying to test his will for your life, but you have not been transformed by the renewing of your mind. So therefore, you are not going to find his will, you're not going to find his path, you're not going to find his purpose, and you're not going to be able to unlock the things that he's already put inside of you. They're already in there. Just like Harry, he had the scar because Voldemort could not kill him. And that scar was the blessing, it was the anointing over his life. And I want to remind you guys that in your own way, all of you guys are Harry Potter, and you have an enemy to defeat, and you have people coming up around you, and you have people leading you. Uh, because you are a chosen one. Yes, we have we all have that one savior, but you have an anointing over your life. You're called to be in this war over demons and over the enemy. Uh, you are a soldier in that battle, and um, there's people that are going to come along your way that are more advanced than you that are going to activate your abilities. However, until your mind has been renewed and transformed, you will not be able to find what any of that even means. You will be clueless and you will be fighting. And for me, for example, I'm like, okay, well, is it this business, God, or is it this business? Is it this business or is it this job? Is it this circumstance or is it this one? Which one is it going to be? And that's because I'm still being renewed by the transformation of my mind. It has not been completed. I'm still working on it. I'm still digging at it. I'm still prying at it. Um, and part of renewing my mind for me, to give you guys a direct example, um, is limiting and pulling back my habit with weed, um, is pulling back and limiting my habit with fast food, is pulling back and limiting my habit of procrastination, um, of waking up and looking at my phone first instead of looking at my Bible first, instead of praying first, instead of all of these things. So uh, until you can put in that consistent action because your mind has been transformed and renewed, you will not find that purpose. So for all of you that are digging day in and day out trying to find out what the heck God is trying to do in your life, stop digging and stop looking. Start transforming your mind, then you can go back so that you can test his will. You can put all these same uh, situations to test him, but with the right state of mind, because you, until you have the right state of mind, you won't look at your circumstance the right way, and until you look at your circumstance the right way, he's not going to change it. Is that, <laughs> does, that, the, does that make sense? <laughs> we might need to put Finding Purpose in the title. Yeah. The way you just broke that down, Rudy, was, oh my goodness. God isn't looking for a plan from you. He's looking for uh, your heart, heart 
posture. Mm. Um, everything Rudy just, just said, you don't have to know how to do. As long as you're coming to God and being honest, I don't know how to do this, Lord, help me do this. That's what's going to get your heart and mindset in the right place to be able to receive everything that God is going to pour out to you. It's in Proverbs. It, he doesn't withhold wisdom from those who ask for it. Um, so don't be afraid to be like, Lord, I, I, I don't understand anything that I'm reading right now. Help me to understand this. And yeah. um, things will just begin to pop out to you. Things will just begin to stick out that correlate to your life. And that's God speaking directly to you. God doesn't just speak to the pastor. God doesn't just speak to people who have a Christian podcast. God speaks to each and every single one of you. And those lions don't have to come and devour you if you would just turn to God and ask him for help in those situations. Not even in those situations, on the day-to-day -day basis of, Lord, I need you to show me how I can be more hungry for you, how I can be more on fire for you, how I can have the right heart posture to do the things that you want me to do. And it, they'll come. They'll come from there. Um, Jamal, this verse goes perfectly with what you were saying and a little bit with Rudy's as well. And why I say this, I want us to think like of a situation and even the listeners, you know, of a situation, people who have gone through this, just think about it and see how good it feels. And the people who have not, just go ahead and just, just think about this verse and let it just, you know, fall on your heart. Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer you mm -hmm. and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Mm. Wow. There's been so many times where I literally just ask God and he makes himself present. I think I said in the last in the last episode that when you call on God, he shows up and he shows out. Now when we call on him and ask him, let's be real, be confident when you ask. You can't just ask God for something and there's no confidence in your prayer. If you're praying to God and there's no confidence or belief or no faith, mm. then that prayer is not going to get sent up. Right. But when you believe that when I pray, it goes up and God's answers come down, it's going to come down. That verse is huge. Call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. Mm. What is that? Um... Dang, yeah, that verse went exactly with what I was trying to say. Um, a lot of the times when I'm reading my Bible and I'm making connections to dots and things like that, um, I'm not a pastor. And so when those things like start to, you know, Pastor um, Chase, he, he calls them scratcher itches. And so when something sticks out to you and it's just, it's just inside of you and, and you're questioning it and you're like, you know, there's something there. There's, there's something more. This is just a simple phrase, but I feel like there's something more in, in that. And don't be afraid to connect the dots to where you think they're supposed to be connected to where you think they're supposed to be connected because God is leading you to where he's trying to get you to uh, pull out a certain revelation from the scripture. But a lot of times when I'm reading and things like that happen, since I'm not a pastor, the enemy tries to come in and speak like, 
you don't know if that's theologically correct. Why Why are right. you even writing that down? Right. right. Mm-hmm. That sounds idiotic. Mm-hmm. If you would bring that to a pastor, like if they would tell you to shut up and go sit down, like what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just want to encourage uh, the people who are listening right now, who you do read your word in, and things pop out to you, but you're sitting there and you're like, man, like I have no, I, I'm not a Bible scholar. I have no idea if this is right or if this <laughs> is wrong. Yeah. I would encourage you to still write those things down and make every connection that you possibly can and fine tune it with a fine tune comb. Go over it three, four times. Don't just go over it once um, because then you're going to bring it to somebody else and be like, does this make sense? And they're like, well, this is awkward and in this type of area. Fine tune it as much as you possibly can because that's being a good steward of what God has spoken to you. And then when you bring it to somebody um, that God has told you to bring it to, that person is, is going to be a confirmation for you and an affirmation for you. And that confidence is going to build in you to have that hunger and that drive to go deeper. Like, okay, God, you actually are speaking to me. Like, I, I did not know that. And now I, I can go to somebody and be like, yeah, God speaks to me. When you have, when you have that confidence to be like, God speaks to me, you're going to start to walk out these Bible verses that we're all talking about more and more and more because you know that the, what's behind those promises, God wants to bless you. God wants to pour out his spirit upon you. And until you get to a place where you want that for yourself, he's not going to do it. So, yeah. So there you have it, guys. We uh, really hope that you liked this episode and um, enjoyed a little taste of what's going to be coming up or getting added to the podcast this season, which is just more biblically backed um, episodes, you know. Bible study uh, individually and as a group is just very powerful and everybody just has their own lens in which they look at things and break things down and when you can get three different lenses, four or five, six or more, um, or even just somebody other than your own perspective is always key and the Bible is really just a perspective of God, of Jesus, of other people that lived and walked with them and also of people that didn't and um, yeah so I'm really excited to do some more episodes like this uh, we probably won't be jumping around on all kinds of different scriptures we'll probably be choosing passages or storylines characters themes so on and so forth um, to where we can break down one piece of scripture line by line word for word um, you know, with more than just one line, two lines, so on and so forth, and that we can really kind of break it down and uh, just be able to show how much wisdom you can really find in one verse and how you can read that same verse this year and then read it again next year and the year after. And because of the different circumstances that you're going to find yourself in life, that same verse will be reapplied in so many different ways. And, you know, that's just one verse and there's so many of them in the word. So, I really encourage you guys to get in your word. Um, if you want to do any Bible studying with us, we would love to do it. Um, that'd probably be cool if we can set up a little group meet in person and you know break down some of the word with some of you guys. Um, we've definitely been starting to get more feedback and uh, more people from the church and that we know personally have been reaching out and uh, I just want to say that we really appreciate it. It really does you know encourage us to keep going. You know, literally one random person just saying, oh, hey, I listened to the podcast is as if 20 people told us that the podcast was even good. Like it means the world to us. So 
I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you're getting something from it. I hope you're taking it and, you know, building your own thoughts um, and perspective on it. And um, we're just all trying to grow and get better together. So thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to reach out to us, we're at Christians of the Millennia on Instagram and Christians of the Millennia at Gmail for those of you that uh, still like to email for some reason. So, <laughs> so yeah. Get in your word, get some discernment, get some wisdom, get some health, get some life, uh, get some trust, some peace, um, and find your purpose and use these verses and these references to make better choices, uh, to build momentum in your life, to go after accomplishments and to see things from a different perspective. Uh, I know some of your guys's and our situations can be hard and you know, they can really seem overwhelming, but um, when you go back in the scripture and you get reminded of God's character and what he's already done for people before you, um, you'll gain hope um, for what he can do for you. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and um, can't wait to hear from you and can't wait to get back for another episode. So stay blessed and uh, over and out.